Hello everybody and welcome to episode 2 of the I'm Adopted podcast. My name is Alex Gilbert and I am a Russian New Zealand adoptee. I came to New Zealand when I was 2 years old in 1994 and I was born in the small town of Arkhangelsk, Russia. The Russians say it as Arkhangelsk or a similar a similar way like that like Arkhangelsk. I it's it's a word that I'm still trying to master myself. I'm really still trying to actually learn that very well. But today's topic and today's episode I would really like to talk about is about connecting with other adoptees and why I feel it is important to connect with other adoptees. And this is just me speaking from my own experience and a lot of it is from my own journey and my own story and just hearing other stories as well through the I'm Adopted Facebook page. Now remember, if you haven't seen the I'm Adopted Facebook page, please go and have a look. It's facebook.com forward slash I'm Adopted org. And it's a really it's a really eye opener for adoptees. It's a real nice community for adoptees around the world. And to me, it's important to be able to grow these stories, talk to each other and just have a voice for all of us and trying to get it out there around the world and just try and meet with other people, contact other people, not, not necessarily meet with everybody, but just reach out to other adoptees. I really wanted to say a huge thank you to all of you guys for, you know, for those people who have been listening to episode one in the podcast. I've actually, just on a side note, I've actually upgraded my microphone because last time it, it's, it, I don't know, it, do, it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. But what I want to talk about in this episode is connecting adoptees with other adoptees. And in a way, is, is it's just really putting yourself in that sort of sense where is it good to talk to other adoptees when you need it? What is important with, what is the point of talking to other adoptees? A lot of people don't ask me this, but a lot of people kind of question that. What is the point of another adoptee talking to another adoptee? Now, I can tell you this, and I can tell you exactly why I think it is important and why it's very it's special and in a way it doesn't necessarily have to you don't have to be put out in the crowd where you're going to be the odd one out it shouldn't be like that you should just be knowing that you have other people to talk to other people to reach out to and that is important and that's that is a reason why it's really good to con- contact with other adoptees now i'm sorry if i'm speaking so fast because i'm just trying to tell you guys that it is how do i say this i'm just trying to emphasize and let you guys know why I why I feel it, why I understand it is very important. So thank you to you guys for for listening to the first podcast, and let's get into it. So when I started, I'm adopted in 2015. I just thought it would be just a New Zealand based project. Now I never knew to I never expected it to get to where it is today. It is something that I just never expected to grow. I did expect it, but not in a rate that I thought it would. And just having the community there has been very, it's been incredible. I get so many stories from adoptees every single day, people emailing me, people sending a message through the Facebook page, even just through Instagram. I read all the messages. I answer all the emails as as much as I can. I keep up to date. I keep myself clear to my inbox. And it's really interesting because I enjoy this. I enjoy reaching out to people. I enjoy listening to your stories reading your stories as I should probably say but I enjoy it and it's really quite interesting to hear different stories from different countries all around the world even even the people adopted inside New Zealand every story is different as well that we just have we just we just all have that similarity with the with all of our stories about how we came to where we live now about our birth parents, about our mum and dad, about our family, it is all very similar. But every story is always different and it is really fascinating. So the thing I want to say is just 
reaching out to other adoptees is important because when you're connecting with other adoptees, you can you can also talk about your own experience to them. And here is a prime here is a perfect example. When we started doing the I'm Adopted project or the community or organization, whatever you would like to call it, we started meeting up together. We started having groups in, in Auckland where I live. We started having groups of adoptees meeting each other. And that has just changed everything for them. A lot of adoptees have been, you know, they've had cold feet. They have not been interested in going to the meetups. And a lot of the time they have never actually attended them until they attended maybe three events later. Oh, sorry. And then they eventually attended an event three events later down the track. And a lot of people come to these events and said, I was actually really quite scared to come to this. I didn't know what people might think about me or people might judge me. People might question all of my story. And it's not necessary anything like that at all adoptees come to these events to sit down talk with other adoptees talk about their journeys and talk about their experiences a lot of them have not done any search for their birth families that because at the end of the day that is completely up to yourself if you want to search for your birth parents take your time and do it when when you feel like you're ready to search for your birth parents this is why connecting with other adoptees is important because you can actually talk to other adoptees about in regards to you wanting to search for your birth family. Now, if I'm if I'm sounding like I'm getting off track, I apologize because I really I really like talking about this stuff a lot. And to me that's just it's something I enjoy doing. I like connecting people and just talking about, you know, not necessarily always about searching for birth families, but as in connecting with each other. And if you want to search for your birth family, that is entirely up to yourself. My brother, for example, is he here's a good example. He was he came from the same orphanage as me. He came to New Zealand the same time as me. He has different birth parents. When I did the search for my birth parents in 2013, my brother was still not very keen at all in anything to do with Russia or his birth family. My mum and dad completely supported him and they completely supported me. It was a thing that we both had different views on. It's it's never changed anything and it was always going to be I felt like it was just his own decision and that's the way he looked at it and I never judge him for that we never judge each other we never we never have a we just we at the end of the day we just respect each other's decision about searching for birth families and I feel like when you're searching when you want to eventually search for your birth family you should have that support there you should talk to your parents you should let them know that you would like to search for your birth family connect with them talk to your mum and dad talk to your family let them know what steps you may be taking in trying to search for your birth parents I feel like that's the way it should, I feel like personally, on a personal level with my own experience, that's the way it should be. It's good to be open and honest with as many people as you can. But then again, if you want to keep things quiet, that also means that it's probably not your time to search for your birth family. You gotta, you gotta feel like when it is the right time, you feel like it is the right time. So we go back to the meetups with I'm Adopted. So I'll take you back to where I was going with the story a little bit, but the first I'm Adopted meetup we had we had a lot of people, we did, and word got out sort of on Facebook or, you know, just through the events and a lot of adoptees met with each other, they sat down, they talked about all of their stories, even some people brought along photo albums and that was that was awesome. We sat down, we looked at all these photos and we could see all these similarities from where we came from. Now, as you as you probably know, I just want to just want to say this now, a lot of adoptees that share their stories come from Russia, yes. I'm Adopted is not focused on Russians, Russian adoptees. No, we focus on adoptees all around the world, every different country, any different country. It's it's just because a lot of the stories 
a lot of people were adopted from Russia in the 1990s and the early 2000s. It's a fact. It's it's just seems to be like that with a lot of the stories of people reaching out because Russia is very difficult to really get the the ball rolling or open up that case on you searching for your birth families or even reaching out for to other Russian adoptees. So that's why a lot of them are Russian adoptees. And I'm a Russian adoptee myself. I actually have a friend who was adopted from Romania and I grew up with people also adopted from Ukraine, from the Ukraine. So we have a lot of a mix. We're also, I also know some people adopted inside New Zealand itself. And also I've met a few people who are also adopted inside America to an American family. So I'm adopted, um, accepts any of that and welcomes anybody from any of those sides of, the, of their story. That's what I'm adopted is all about. That's what the community is for. It's not based simply just for Russian adoptees. So... In the meetup we had, we had a lot of people that came from a different side of Russia and I'd never met them before and they came along, they told their stories, they had never met anybody else who was adopted and that just blew their mind, just sitting down talking to us because we all shared the same similar story and that was pretty crazy for us because it was really me thinking, wow, these people have actually come, a lot of people came from a long distance to come and meet at these meetups. And at the end of the meetups, after a few hours of just talking to each other, talking about each other's stories, a lot of them thanked me and said, thank you for, for getting me to connect with you guys, to talk to another adoptee, you know, just who has a similar story. And they said that has just satisfied them. They were very happy and that's what they wanted. And that's what I'm adopted is for. And that's, well, that's one reason why the community is there, along with other, along with other reasons as well. So connecting with other adoptees to me, and I'll talk on a different podcast about reaching out for your birth family and searching for your birth families or birth parents, mum and, and and understanding the side of your mum and dad and your birth parents. So that's another that's another episode, and that will be very soon. I am um I am definitely going to talk about that because I feel like that's a topic that a lot of people ask me about. It's not necessarily choosing the side. It's never about choosing the side of your birth parents or your mum and dad. I feel like this is, again, this is just me from experience and a few people who have shared their stories and whatnot and a few of my friends who have shared their stories as well. It's about connecting with your roots. It's about connecting with your biological family and your family is the one that raised you. They're your mum and dad. They're the ones that loved you, raised you. Well, they still love you, of course. They're the ones that ra- they're the ones that raised you and looked after you. And you should you should as an adoptee understand that. But I know I fully understand people's stories where they have a bad upbringing with their mum and dad, and they feel like they don't want to respect their mum and dad, and they want to move on and just get away from their mum and dad that raised them and go searching for their birth parents now this is a very not so much a controversial topic but it's really it's it's a lot of questions that I get from people all the time saying well what what happens if your mum and dad did this growing up they adopted you out and you put into a family that's done this to you and things like that now I can't speak for myself from that from myself I can't speak and I can't give full I can't really give advice on that but I have to I have to tell you that if you're feeling like that, if you're feeling, you know, quite upset about your mum and dad or your family, reach out to somebody, talk to somebody, talk to somebody close um, about it. You can also, we do have private groups on the I'm Adopted page and you can reach out and just say, look, I would like someone to talk to. Don't have to necessarily talk about the situation right there. In fact, I would wait until you reach out to somebody that may be able to help you. 
you don't need to say your details about your full name and everything like that. Just say, look, maybe I went through this growing up. This is this has affected me. I'd like to talk to somebody who may have been affected in the same way. Can somebody help me? So in some ways, you hear st- I hear stories about that all the time. And I feel sorry for people like that. And I just want to let them know you guys can reach out to the community, talk to somebody, because that's what I'm adopted is for. And so that's another side of the story with in regards to talking to your mum and dad, searching for birth parents. It it can go on and on. It can go for a long time. And it can be really it can be almost like a big debate from a lot of people. I get a lot of people questioning about why I'm doing this project, why is it so important to me and excuse me. And why do you why do you create such a big project for people? Do people don't want to share stories out there to the public? It's not a look we have a private group as well. So people choose to share, they write this story all by themselves. It's their story, but we do not publish full names of birth parents on the Facebook page because that's, you know, that's you got to feel you got to also put yourself in the birth parent's shoes. So that's that's one thing I stick with and that's one thing I stay with. And if you never know what's going to come out of these stories, you never know what's going to happen. I didn't know what was going to happen with my birth mother when I reached, when I contacted her for the first time, I didn't realize that she was going to be a person that would drink a lot. I had no, I did not expect that at all, but I was prepared for anything that was going to come my way with searching for my birth mother and my birth father. And that was one thing that was really not shocked me, but it was one thing that I had to understand and I, and I can't, I never disrespect her for that. It's the way that she lives and it it is her life, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of things out there. And she told me that she was happy that she connected with me. She connected with, you know, her son, her only son, and I was able to connect with her. And that was a way of connecting in that way. But I, I had a few people I reached out to be prior to searching for my birth parents. I had a few friends I talked to and because I wanted to know if I was doing the right thing. And that's another thing that a lot of people do question when they search for their birth families. And I'm, I'm probably getting off topic on this episode now. And I apologize, but I'll quickly just say this part. When you're searching for your birth parents, I really just wanted to know if I was doing the, wanted to know if I was doing the right thing. And that was one thing that really crossed my mind a lot because I, I felt like in some cases, connecting my, with my birth family, I'd never wanted to disrespect my mum and dad. I never wanted to show anything about me, you know, sort of changing sides or changing that. That was never, ever anything I thought about. It was nothing that I ever wanted to make my parents feel. And so that's what I thought, that is what ran through my mind a lot when I was searching for my birth family in Russia because simply I wanted to connect with them. And there was no such thing as a community or something like a big online community where I was able to reach out to other adopted people when I searched for my birth parents. This is going, this is back in 2013. So times have changed, I feel, but... In a way, it's just I had to go and do that all myself and make that happen for myself. But I'm very thankful to where this the story ended or how it finished because I'm very I'm very grateful for that. And what I would say a lot is just reaching out to my friends and who are who are also adopted and reaching out to them um, over the last few years, just talking to them, keeping in touch with them, and keeping that communi- communication going for us has been pretty special and unique because a lot of us have gone back to our birth country, um, gone back to Russia, 
and a lot of us have revisited our families there and we all have that we all have that in common and so it's it's important to me to be able to talk to my friends who are adopted from say even from my town in Arkhangelsk and just talk to each other about our similar stories and maybe we might say oh when will you go to Russia again maybe you'll go sometime soon maybe you'll go and revisit your family it's just really cool to sit down and have that similarity with each other and that's one thing that I'm very thankful for to have friends like that and over the last you know just recently I still keep in touch with a lot of these friends and we still have meetups well group meetups group group sessions group talks and we just talk to each other about we don't repeat the same thing. We just we just talk to each other about maybe what we, what we would like to do next. Maybe the future trip. Maybe talking to maybe meeting some more adoptees. Maybe going back to our birth country. Just we're all quite proud of that as adoptees. And then we have a lot of people that have come to these um to these uh, meetups who are not proud of their background and they're not proud of being adopted. That they, they hate their upbringing. They always you know they come to these events and they complain about their mum and dad and they complain about they eventually found their birth parents so I'll say they complain about meeting their birth parents but they are so happy that they're able to come to these events because they can talk about that with us and we can all just talk to each other and they don't they're not angry at us they're not going to yell at us and be like hey you guys are crazy you guys set up this event it's all pro-adoption and stuff like that we're talking about we just want to what we what we're all about is we just want to meet each other, talk to each other, no matter what your story is, and that is that is the main goal of having these meetups, and the main goal and the main priority of adoptees meeting each other. I think the priority word didn't really work with that, but I'll tell you a bit of a story. So as well as just adoptees talking to each other, I've also been able to, I've also had the chance to talk to parents and who have adopted children. And I've done this here in New Zealand. I've done this in uh, Ireland as well, and I also done this. I've also done this in Moscow, and I got the chance a few years ago to to go to Moscow and sit down with some mum and dad, some mum and dads, and mostly mums that were here, like like mums and the dads weren't there, but there was a few mum and dads there, but there was mostly mums there as well who had adopted children from inside, you know, their city in Moscow. They've, they've adopted children into their family and now they're asking me all these questions as an adoptee. And there was a lot, there was one of the hardest question and answer sessions I've ever done. I've done a few of them, but this was very difficult because there was a lot of problematic questions in regards to their child growing up. Their, their children are probably 13, 14, early teenage, early teenage years. And there's a lot of questions about how my child is going off the rails or my child is not talking to me. What do I do, Alex? What do I do? And it's it was very hard to answer that. But I all I could say to them was look, give it time, sit down, talk to your talk to your son or your daughter as much as you can and as much and, and show them that you care. Show them that you wanna that that you love them, you're part of you're part of them, they are part of you, and that is your family. And that's one thing that a lot of these adopted children were adopted out at a, at a later age. So it was very they had a really bit of a hard first few years of their life that they that they clearly remember, and it is very difficult for them to comprehend or understand or make things work in the family, you know, as soon as possible. So I got to talk and sit with these parents, and I did have a good chat with them, and I, I said, look, give it time, talk to each other. 
that's the main thing. Talk to each other. Communication. And that is that is a, pretty much the moral of this whole podcast. Talking to each other, connecting with each other, and just letting each other know that you were there you are there to talk to them. So that happened a few years ago and I sat down and had a good talk to a few a few many actually, many parents that were there and they were ask I had a translator so that people would ask me a lot of questions very fast and it was just me trying to keep up with the conversation. But I was able to keep up and it was a good about it was probably about three hours of conversation and it was a really eye opener for me because I learned a lot. I've been learning a lot ever since day one with I'm adopted and I am very thankful for that because since day one, I just thought, right, let's grow our community. Let's see. Let's just get people to talk to each other, share their stories. I thought in the beginning, let's just get people to share their stories. But now I've met so many different people from different areas of the world. And hearing the stories has just been incredible. And I just can't thank you guys enough for that, for just, I guess, opening up your world, being honest with each other, opening up your stories and just reaching out to each other. So thank you for that. So with connecting with other adoptees, we we do that. I focus on that a lot. And I like to get a lot of adoptees to reach out with each other. It doesn't have to always be about searching for birth families. That's one thing I want to emphasize. It's not always about, I'm going to go and search for, I I should say quote before this. It's not always about, quote, (laughs) I'm going to search for my birth parents. I'm not going to search. I'm going to search for my mom and dad. This is what, this is what I want to do only. You should talk to each other first. Talk to somebody else. Reach out to somebody. Talk to talk to a close friend of yours if you wanted to start that. Maybe maybe it's just an idea. Or another thing, maybe you're too young. Now, during, during my teenage years, I wanted to search for my birth parents, but it was completely just my own sort of... I was not being sneaky about it, but I wanted to see if anything was out there, see if anything was online. But I told my mum and dad as well, and they told me maybe maybe a little bit maybe you are a little bit too young to do this right now i agreed with them completely and i said look yes i'm too young to do this i'm going to wait till i'm a bit older and maybe i'll find something because my parents never told me exactly what russia was like or what i might expect or they might know stories about birth parents in russia they never told me anything about that they they didn't tell me because they told me they wanted me to understand this at a later age and and that's I, I am so respected. I'm so respectful of my parents for doing that. So, during my teenage years, I'll talk often about Russia and talk about to my friends actually about me searching for my birth parents. I only had friends to talk to as well as my brother Andre. When I was a child, though, we had a support group of all of us adopted. You know, in our town, I was raised in Fongare, and all of us would talk to each other, and that was. That was something as well because we all understood each other. And that, that again, is another example. But that's a younger sort of, you know, with your mum and dad, with your parents. And then you've got all these, we're all five, we're all about, we are probably all about five years old, six year old, six year olds. And we're all just laughing about it. We're just going, oh, hey, you've got a girl name. And hey, you're just, you're just, you're from the crazy Russia country. Or we'll, we'll joke about that. Not crazy Russia country, but big Russia country. And because we didn't know anything about Russia. All, all growing up, I only had a few photos and videos from my orphanage. I didn't know anything about Russia. I just watched a lot of, you know, some weird Russian movies growing up. And I'd always go, wow, this is so incredible. The big tanks and all of this stuff is going on and the army looks crazy. The history there is incredible. And it was so interesting as a child because 
but then again, I thought to myself, I didn't really want to learn the learn the language as a child, and that is one of my biggest regrets. Um, I wish I did learn the language as a child. I am so, I'm gutted. I'm really gutted. Is in I don't know if that's a just Kiwi slang. I don't know New Zealand slang, but I'm be, I was very disappointed <laughs> that I did not ever take that step or take the chance to learn the Russian language because I wish. I wish I did, because I can only really read the Russian language. I can understand a little bit of Russian, and I can have a very basic conversation in Russian. But I understand that when I was a child, if I learnt from day one of coming to New Zealand, if I if I had the motivation back then, I would know it a lot better by now. <laughs> so, but that was just me as a child. That was my personal decision as a child because I want to fit in, and that is another thing that I'll talk about. I wanted to fit in with being as a New Zealander. As a Kiwi, I wanted to not be looked at as, as a Russian child. That was just me as a child. That was just my view on it. And my name was Sasha. My first name is still Sasha. Alexander is my middle name. So I get called Alex, though, because Sasha and Alex actually mean the same thing. It's actually really quite interesting. But <laughs> so my first name is Sasha. So when, during high school, it would, uh, during, sorry, during primary school, it would always be. A lot of names, a bit of bullying about my name, asking why do you have a girl's name, Sasha's a girl's name, and it would be really hard to explain as a five-year-old to other friends. So that's why it kind of put me off me even thinking about going back to Russia or me learning the language. I was just kind of put off. But I was also very interested in the history of Russia, and I was always very interested in about my birth family, but I was never really interested in going to Russia as a child. So that was just something I always talked to my parents about growing up. But I was very open and honest about it. And my mum and dad were very open and honest about it with me and my brother. So that was one thing that I really did talk a lot about growing up. Um, I didn't, I never put it off. I never put off my parents about it. I didn't get them angry about it. I just talked about it very, very, very little. Um, but it was something that I was always fascinated about as a child. So we had a support group. We talked with each other with other adopted children who were also from Romania and the Ukraine, I believe, I believe the Ukraine, as well as Russia. So we had a lot of support growing up, and that was really important to us. And now we, it's on another whole level. Adoptees talking to each other. It can With the technology we have now, it can be online. It can be, you know, face-to-face, -face, organizing a meetup online and then meeting face-to-face. -face. It's just incredible to see how big it is. And I feel like it's very important to talk to each other. Reach out to somebody if if you're really struggling through something um, growing up in your family or you need someone to talk to, reach out to the community because it is there. And that's that's one thing that I'm very proud of having. And that's, um, that's awesome. That is incredible to see you guys all talking to each other, sharing your stories. Now, a lot of the time, it's your choice to share the stories. A lot of people don't share the stories, which is, I completely agree with them. And, you know, it's their choice. It's your choice. At the end of the day, it's completely your choice. But I always say, wait until you're older to search for your birth birth parents, birth family. Wait until you're, you feel like you're ready. And when you're ready, you'll know you're ready. If you'd never want to search for your birth parents, that's completely fine. It's nothing that, it's your choice. You can talk to other adoptees if you like, but if you don't want to have anything to do with your birth country or anything like that, it's completely your choice as well. At the end of the day, it's you, and that's that's who you are. So 
I'm Adopted is about respecting everybody's decision and everyone's opinion and everybody's view on their own story. So that's why it's there. So thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. Um, I hope I didn't go off topic too much and I just really wanted to say um, just how important it is for people to connect with each other, adoptees to connect with each other, talk to each other, you know, sh- you know, share their experiences and share their stories, and that's why, that's why it's important. And remember, if you and remember, if you haven't seen the I'm Adopted Facebook page, please go and have a look. Um, go and join the private community if you want. It is there. You can talk to each other. Reach out to somebody in a private group. We have a. It's not a big private group, but we have a private group there as well as the public page as well so reach out to anybody you can also message the i'm adopted facebook page for anything as well and i just hope that it will help as many of you so so next week i am going to talk about the small steps with finding a birth family now as I, as i say this is just if people want to listen to this or just and it's in regards to really if if you really want to or if you don't want to it's the same sort of we talk. I'm going to be talking about the same sort of thing in the same podcast. So that's going to be on next week on the I'm Adopted podcast. Please go and check out the Facebook page, I'm Adopted. I'm also on social media, on Instagram, Alex Gilbert, or my Facebook page, Alex Gilbert. There's not much else to it. Um, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you very much. And I'll leave you with a bit of a thank you in Russian for you guys. Tafsadanya. Um, Спасибо большое. Пока-пока. That's it. Uh, that's 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 the end of that. <laughs> Thank you very much and uh see you next time. Thank you.